This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> I have bestowed upon you a female. <laughs> Dear Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing good. You were looking very clean cut. Yeah, right I was now. sheared. You were. It looks good. Thank you. Yes, we listened to a Shandy who suggested a certain place, yeah. and you liked it so much that you wanted to give it a shout I'm out. I'm giving a shout out. Yes. Valiant hair cutters. <laughs> oh, Valiant. That's the important word. Yes. And Tyler. Did a, did a great job. Yeah. Former sculptor ah. or current sculptor. I guess once you're a sculptor, you're, you're always a sculptor. Forever a sculptor. Yes, yeah. he did and a he great job. he sculpted my head. He did. Yeah. He also clean shaved, clean razored. Oh, he razored my neck. Ooh. Gave me a hot towel. This is this was, was the fanciest haircut yeah. Andy's ever gotten. <laughs> I think I'm going to start spending more money on haircuts. Yeah, I think that yeah. you, you really, the problem with you is you don't really think of pampering yourself, but once you are pampered, you really enjoy being pampered. Yeah. Yeah, more pampering. Yeah. Yeah, 2025. Wait, are we in 2023? No. 2024. <laughs> 2024 is the year of pampering. Okay. Do we have any other housekeeping? Oh, and also, we have our first official Shandy of the month. Yes. We're doing this. We're doing Shandy of the month. Is and there a prize? Just... There's no prize. Okay. This is just an announcement. Okay. But the Shandy of the month is Anna from Minnesota. Yeah, you know who you are. And she came to the opera. She came from Minnesota to Seattle to the opera. She brought her boyfriend. seven of her closest friends. Mm -hmm. She dragged all of them. Yes. And her boyfriend, Devin. <laughs> yeah. And she was just absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah. She came to the Q&A and it was just, we were blown away by how many people she brought to the opera. Yeah. These people had no idea what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. And and the other thing is, this was important to mention. Mm hmm we, we had a long chat with Anna. We, we, we really, you know, we had some time with her. Yeah. And we were outside the opera house. And when we were saying goodbye, we walked our separate directions. And we were strolling back to our Airbnb. And we ran into her boyfriend, Devin. Who and, said Andy? Yeah, he said Andy. And, then, you know, he's a Mandy or a Gandy. He's I think still he was a Gandy. A Gandy. He's yeah. under 36. Yeah, right. But uh, we started chatting with him for a while. And then a couple of his friends or, you know, other of their group came out from this bar they were in and we was chatting. But then we saw in the distance Anna walking towards us and we realized that Anna wanted to not follow us the same direction. So she strategically <laughs> went the opposite back. direction, hung out in an alleyway <laughs> until she thought it was safe enough to to come out but yeah, alas we she had was been talking foiled to her boyfriend she had a very unfortunate second goodbye but it was even then anna shone 
She's just uh, just lovely. Yeah, the whole thing was extremely shandy, right down to the hiding in the alleyway, and we were oh, so yeah. charmed. Tremendous. So, yes, Absolutely. shout out to Anna. Just oh, she pure, also, unadulterated shandy. She also started watching The Bachelor shows because of our recaps. Yes, she's yes. one of those. Yes. Okay, so That's it. shandy of so the month. Shandy of the month. It's official. <laughs> All right, so shall we get going recapping episode five of Bachelor in Paradise? Let's do it. Okay, so we pick up with Sean and Aaron S.'s fretting. About going home, and Sean's saying he quit his job to come uh, find love. And and the Bachelor franchise takes another software salesman out of the workforce. <laughs> was he a software salesman? Yes. Sean was? Yes. Does the world need more of those? I can't tell. What does the world need more of less? More Bachelor alums slash influencer wannabes or software salesmen? This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that the company that he left is not going to have a difficult time replacing him. <laughs> so Sam arrives, as in Bachelor in Paradise Canada, Sam. Oh, fuck. What, I mean. Oh, this, can I tell you? We were we, very excited. We love Sam. Yes. We spent some time with her in she's Canada. She's a hoot, yes. She is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. And she's great TV without being... You know, she's you know. not a train wreck. No, but she gives train wreck vibes. <laughs> she does. She does give train wreck vibes, but is not a train wreck. No. She's actually in complete control. Fantastic. We're huge fans of Sam over here. So I was delighted to see her on my screen, though I did feel like she required a bit more of an introduction. I agree. It felt kind of like they assumed that people watching this have seen Bachelor in Paradise Canada, and I actually don't think they have. I think that they did it on purpose. I think they wanted, the, I think their angle was, who the hell is this person? Okay, yeah. Well, certainly she descends on the group, and we are met with crickets, because no mm. one knows who she is. Yeah. And Sean, meanwhile, though, is thanking the Paradise Gods for sending a female <laughs> down. <laughs> I have bestowed upon you a female. <laughs> They head towards a daybed together. I love how she arrives and it's like, yeah. okay, now we have this receiving yeah, line of we men. Do. And she keeps almost wiping out in her tall wedges. And he's like, do you want to take your... And she's like, no. <laughs> it's cute. The guys start taking turns talking to her. And a highlight is Pilot Peter saying that he's getting up in age at 33. Mm. And he says, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 34. <laughs> Nailed it. Sam and Sean talk. She says she's concerned about his age. He's a baby. He says he's 26, and she says she's worried his frontal cortex isn't fused together yet. Amazing. He says he's really mature for his age, though. Yeah, yeah. And she said, who told you that? Your mom? Uh, just, I mean... <laughs> Can we have a moment of silence for Sean? She says, I feel like I would chew you up and spit you out, which I have to point out is exactly what Andy said the first time they spoke at all. So this is before this conversation. Because oh, yeah. I think this is actually their return of a conversation. Yeah. And you were like, oh, these two. Like Sam would chew him up and spit That's him exactly out. what I said. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's so obvious that she had to state it. Now we have our rose ceremony with... It's it's one of those feel-good ones. You know, sometimes they have the da-da-da-da-da ones. And this was the... Kumbaya music for yeah. a ceremony. Kylie gives her rose to Avon, Rachel to Brayden, Eliza to Aaron B, Kat to Tanner, Jess to Blake, Olivia to John Henry. This wasn't mm, surprising, no, no even surprises. though. Yeah. This is where the music changed, as though it might be some shock. Mercedes to Tyler and Sam. Pilot Peter is just, he has a lot of lives. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> she gives it to him. Yeah. I was kind of shocked by this. I really thought that Sam was going to give it to Aaron S. for two Me reasons. Too. The first, because I just like Aaron S. I like that he's 
unabashedly himself. Yeah. And it turns out I'm not. Oh, I just accidentally oh, zipped it. He, um, what was I saying? I'm so flustered. What was I saying? And finally, I felt like because he broke the box, the truth box, you know, he was, he kind of was a shit disturber, really. Mm. I really thought that he would be saved for that reason. Yeah. Partly because Sam is amazing and I think she does what she wants, but I also think that if she had been encouraged to pick Aranes, she would have. Maybe Sam just made a game time decision. Yeah. So, you know what? I don't want to deal with Aranes. Yeah. Maybe she's into pilots. Yeah. She wouldn't be the first. No. So, going home are Sean, Aaron S., John, and Will. And Will in his exit interview says he guesses only he felt his connection with Mercedes. That was sad. Yeah, Will really just had like a just. Oof, I know such a rough. a strong start and then yeah. what a rapid decline. Oh yeah, he left it in shambles. Yeah, and kind of undeservedly, I feel. I feel yeah. that Will really just sort of got. He kind of got a little screwed. Yeah, he did get a little screwed. I mean, he did cast the first stone technically. But it, it really just came back at him so hard. Oh, you mean by by not going for Olivia? Yeah. But, I mean, that wasn't enough of a you know, sin. It to... really says a lot about Will's personality that Kylie was not more vilified for doing what she so obviously did. I mean, yeah. Kylie was obviously waiting for Avon. Avon wasn't there yet. She actually was saved by the fact that Avon didn't come after a rose ceremony because I think it would have been more of a betrayal. Mm -hmm. But I still think that... He invited Kylie on. No, no, Kylie invited him on that date, right? I don't remember. Yeah, Kylie invited him on that date. Yeah, I know he got screwed. <laughs> that was good. He got so screwed. Poor Will. I'd love to see him come back. Yeah. I feel like with a different set of women, sorry, yeah. just maybe one other woman, <laughs> he'd yeah. be fine. I, I think that, that he served a role, though. I think the beach always needs the endearing sad sack. Oh, it's true. Yeah. And without uh, Grocery Joe. Oh, yeah. They need him. Okay, so Sean in his ITM says that he should have told Sam that he had hemorrhoids. He is mature for his age. He finally, he comes through here. It's funny. Yeah, Andy, you said this is the funniest thing Sean has ever said on this yeah, show. Yeah, he <laughs> redeemed himself. That's it. I'm Sean fan now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now the next day. It's Kat's 27th birthday. Ooh. And she's definitely, I got to say, one of those people who celebrates her birthday. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can tell. You don't miss Kat's birthday. And if you do, oh boy. <laughs> She's the kind of person you can tell who notices if people forget to wish her a happy birthday. Although uh -huh. I am not 100% sure that Kat remembers all of her friends' birthdays. That might that be true. Leap? That might be true. Let's, let's, you know what? Let's hold off on that. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Kat is just very into Kat. Yeah, she is. From what I can gather, and that could be part edit. I just, I find it very interesting when someone in their late 20s is like, it's my birthday. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like she's not 16. I have a theory about Kat. Okay. This, this is an out there theory. It's okay. a conspiracy theory. Sure. Full on. Okay. So I think that Kat felt like she got screwed on her season because she thought she was going to be Bachelorette. Okay. I think she felt like she had it in the bag, like probably by episode six, she was like, this is happening. And then suddenly she's just off the show and no one cares about her anymore. <laughs> I think she said to herself, I'm going to make a splash mm. on Bachelor in Paradise and I'm going to do it any way I can. Mm. And I actually think there's a possibility here that Kat is playing a role. I think she's upping it tremendously. Okay. She wants to be seen. She wants to, she at all costs. Yeah. 
She wants to be famous. And I'm not taking away. I'm not, I wouldn't fault her for that. This is the game. Don't, yeah. don't hate the player. I would rather that. I would rather I that. I want that to be the case. I think there's a possibility of that. And that's the benefit of the doubt I'm giving her, because I think this might be, if not a full, a, a full act, uh, at least partially um, acting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really hope you're right about that. A date card arrives and Cat yeah. is shown seeming very expectant because yeah. it's her birthday and therefore she should get the date card but yeah. it goes to Rachel yeah. and I think this is a small hint at the bachelorette treatment on this show but not to say that I think Kat should have gotten it I don't think that at all but I just thought this was sort of a random date card to arrive and I think the powers that be just like we saw with uh Becca Kufrin I think if you are a former bachelorette as a contestant on this show you're going to get, you know, she she just got with Brayden. Yeah. She maybe wants some alone time. They want to like bond a bit. They're like, here's a date card, Rachel. Oh. It's like she's at a different tier. Oh, I agree. I also think that they felt there was a good opportunity to to create Hurricane Cat by, oh, by, yeah, by not giving totally. her anything on her birthday. 100%. The stars aligned. She asks Brayden on the date, meaning Rachel asks Brayden on the date. They head off and we get a sepia tone recap of the relationship. And you were like, is this really necessary? And now at the beach, we see some couples canoodling, mainly Kylie and Avon and Eliza and AB are going strong. I feel like one of those two couples at least will end up engaged because they showed this. It's like they made a point of being like, oh, and here's some like lovey-dovey time. Yeah. We're not going to give them a whole date, but, you know, just so you can yeah, say yeah. that we see it's paid attention. Strong. Okay, so Rachel and Brayden on their date, they are being piñatas. Mm. <laughs> they basically paint each other and are giggly kids together. It's cute. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. This, last week we said that we didn't see it, and I mean, I'm... I, I take it back. Works. Yeah. I take it back. I see it. Yeah, you know, I maintain that there was some like convenient stuff happening there. And I think that Rachel really likes loyalty. And therefore, I think that that can make someone suddenly very interesting to her who maybe she formerly wasn't interested yeah. in. But I think that that's okay. Like that can still take pull the wool off from over her eyes and make her realize how interested in Brayden she is. But I just, I think it's interesting that they both come to the beach, everyone is single, and then they don't find their way to each other. Like, I'm going to say it right now, if you and I go on a beach together in this setting, we are finding each other on the first day. Yes, I agree. Based and, and on And if one we don't find each other, we might actually be not interesting characters. We might be sullen. We might kind of just be in the background, not doing anything, seemingly just... If we, if we didn't find each other. Yeah, if we were just not, like if we were alone on oh, that yeah. beach, we might just not be interesting oh, characters. we'd be Will. <laughs> yeah, we'd be Will, exactly. I would 100% be Will. We would be sad sacks. Yeah. So he's roller painting her butt, and we were laughing at how it went from blacked out to not blacked out, because apparently having paint on your butt means that your butt is not exposed anymore. Yeah, that that was really strange. It I'm not trying so to understand the logic. Like, he was there. literally a black box, and you just see him painting. You don't see anything, and all of a sudden, when her butt is fully covered in paint, we can see her full butt. So this was a directive from ABC. Like they were like, you can, you can have painted butt, but you can't have not painted butt. <laughs> it gets me thinking of those Sports Illustrated body painting shoots, which I feel like don't really happen anymore. Oh yeah, it's does too, that not happen anymore? It's too, it's unwoke. It's on right? Is anymore. it? Yeah. I'm not sure. I remember there was a time where that was like the thing, the oh, yeah. Sports Illustrated body painting edition, and it was just models covered in paint. Yeah. Isn't that funny how quickly times change? Yeah. Now I feel like when you see a Sports Illustrated, they're like wearing a one piece because <laughs> they're bloated. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so they chat about how she was all serious there and he was a sourpuss, yet they've brought each other to life. Rachel glows in Brayden's presence. Can I tell you something? She bloomed. Yes. She was like oatmeal without any sweetener and Brayden is the sugar. He's the maple syrup. I know what you mean. Rachel was... I don't know, this whole season, as you said, like last, I think two weeks ago, you said Rachel's sort of getting a raw deal almost, you said. Like she's just sort of, she was sort of floating around. Like what was the point? Yeah. She's talking to Sean. No one's buying it. No. And then she comes to life in, with anger towards Sean. But that's not good, Rachel. No. I don't like seeing her. Her angry is not good. It's not even a uh, good anger. It's good TV. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I find ra- angry Rachel just very entertaining. It's not bad. <laughs> Not bad. You're right. Like I would rather watch Angry Rachel than Angry Cat. Oh, totally. Yeah. Angry Cat's just angry. It lacks a flavor. It's just generic anger. Yeah. Well, I feel like Rachel, I'm like, I see why you're upset and I would never react the way you're reacting, but I totally understand it and it's entertaining. Yeah, it's extra. It is extra. Yeah. Totally. But you're right. Brayden completely brings her to life yeah. and 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 vice versa to the point where she's doing a sunset ITM and he runs towards her and and kisses her and Andy you were impressed with the black box work you said it's the return of Blambo <laughs> Blambo 3 yeah uh back to buttness <laughs> Can you or do back in black how about back to black isn't that Amy Winehouse one way or another Blambo was convinced to come out of his shack in the woods yes. for one last job do you want to refresh anyone who doesn't know the reference or do they just not deserve no. to know? If they know, they know. Okay. If you don't know who Blambo is, then you just haven't been watching Dear Shandy long enough. No, shame and that's on not you. our fault. No. Okay, so back at the beach now, Kat is making her birthday about her, I wrote. And now Davia arrives. Dun dun dun. Uh. In her ITM, she says that she wants to be the fun, cute, flirty Davs that her friends know her to be. Okay, a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of problems here to unpack. Yeah. So number one, referencing yourself in the third person as your nickname oh, it is the lowest form of third person reference, and also the fun, flirty. Yeah. Cute, fun, cute, flirty. Yeah, she's like basically humble bragging while referencing herself in the third person oh, by her nickname. This was rough. Rough. It was not a great first Can't impression. And I'm going to say first impression because I honestly don't really remember her much from, yeah. I guess, Zach season, was it? If there were a police force for for dealing with, with, with crimes of speech, yes. she would be in prison. <laughs> Who says that? Who says that they want to be seen... They want to come out of their shell and be seen for the fun, cute, flirty nickname version of themselves that their friends know them to be. I'm just like, who says that? I don't even have the backstory to understand why that's relevant, even if that was okay to say. (laughs) (laughs) That got funnier the more I thought about it. Okay, so Jesse asks her, why are you interested in Tanner? Oh, because he said, who are you interested in? She said, Tanner. And she says, he's into fitness. I'm into fitness. So, you know, I mean, that's enough. They're getting married. Yeah, fitness. What more do you need? Throughout this conversation, Andy, you were convinced Jesse was phoning it in and having a hard time. Jesse was not well. Something was wrong. I suspect he was holding something in, (laughs) something big. In, In what direction? Like he was having some problems downtown. Oh, really? Yeah. Or he was sick. Like he just woke up feeling sick. He uh-huh. ate some bad tacos on the beach. Or he just woke up saying like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Jesse is, uh, as we've both discussed, very he is a hostess with the mostest. Yes. 
And I've never seen him obviously forcing it. And I felt it. I felt it. I see you, Jesse. <laughs> Davia now descends on the group, pulls Tanner to talk. And this conversation is pretty much like, you're attractive. Yeah. You're attractive. That's good enough. We're both attractive. Yeah, that's fine. So Davia then just asks Tanner on the date. So that's she it. goes back to the group. She doesn't talk to anybody else. You know what she pulls is a piper. Oh. Yes. Wow. Good, good callback. Yeah, Piper. And that was, you know, not the smartest thing to do at the time because they were no. trying to hide their relationship. But in this case, I actually believe that they don't have a relationship. I think that Davia and no. Tanner are just like, you are attractive enough for me to well, be you know interested it, in. You know what it reminds me of? It's like when two dogs sniff each other's butts and they're like, okay, we're good. <laughs> So Tanner is pretty quick to say yes to this date, but then he's like, oh, I'm going to talk to Kat. Yeah, he's got to do the talk. He says he feels like they're in a great spot. He says going on the date might give him clarity. <laughs> Throughout all this, we're learning that, you know, on the outside, it seemed like Kat and Tanner were this rock solid couple, but mm. we've learned from Kat through snippets here and there that she's like, I have no idea where we stand. We just sort of hang out. He doesn't tell me how he feels. He doesn't blah, blah, blah. I feel like Tanner's been backpedaling ever since their date together. I suspect that Kat likes to be the alpha in a relationship. I'm just getting that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like she likes to be in control. Definitely. And I think Tanner's just not having that. Tanner's the guy who's in control. And he's in control without trying. He's just in control because he looks like Tanner. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So I think that he just was kind of getting... Uh, bad vibes from it. He's also in control because he has a rose this week. Uh, he says he owes it to himself to explore and Kat is visibly annoyed by this but then Davia, of course, the producers send her at this very moment yeah. to go fetch him for their date. So mm. she can't really say much else. And then this is really how it affects the whole episode is you can feel the tension in the group. Like everyone's like, oh, we wanted to have a nice day and now it's Kat's birthday and she's upset. Which really speaks volumes to how everyone understands how cat works. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, poor cat. It's like, oh, poor cat. But also, this is going to be a rough day. Yeah. Cat's established herself. Yeah. So she melts down pretty quickly. She can't believe he didn't even ask to talk to her before saying yes on her birthday. He's a boy, not a man. And as she's. That's true. I mean, I'll agree with her on that. <laughs> as she's crying with Kylie, the group brings her a cake and sings happy birthday to her. Aaron B. in his ITM says, I don't feel bad for Kat at all. This is how karma works. I mean, he's, he's right. To be honest, this was the one moment I was like, A.B., there you are. Oh, yeah. Kat takes the cake and dumps it on the beach. Andy, here you said she's dead to me. Can you explain? I mean, unless she was forced to do this by production, which I do not think she was. Mm -hmm. We already had a cake throwing incident. This was unbelievable Waste of food. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. I don't respect and the human who whose first instinct, because they are hurt by some other, like that cake didn't hurt her. Yeah. All that cake wanted to do was make her happy on her birthday. So true. It's only purpose and in life. And you know what? Other people probably wanted to have a slice of that cake. Other people wanted to have a slice. The stapler guy was like, I, 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 I did not get a piece of cake. It, it was <laughs> it, 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 that, 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 that woman, that angry woman threw it. He threw the cake in, in the beach. And I, I don't have any cake now. It was such a good impression. Oh, thanks. You know, I'm 
I'm that person. You would have been so pissed. When it's someone else's birthday and there's a cake, I'm like, I want a slice of that cake. Oh, yeah. You're not even thinking about their birthday at all. You're just like, get me that yeah, cake. Yeah, but at the same time, I also practice what I preach. Like when it's my birthday and there's a cake. Oh, you give the cake first. I'm like, have cake. Yeah. Like, who cares about my you birthday? You don't even this think about ex- yourself. Yeah, this is you- an excuse for all of us to have cake. Yeah. As a matter of fact, at our wedding, I believe that you were so intent upon everyone trying this delicious cake, you, you kind of almost forgot to eat cake yourself. I'll say this. I forwent... You forwent. You hath foregone. <laughs> I forwent uh, having like a white, you know, sculpted whatever what, what you envision to have as a wedding yeah. cake. I chose a cake that I knew was delicious. Oh, you went pure deliciousness. Yes, it wasn't I, about visuals at all. Yeah, and I think our cake looked really cool, but it wasn't like a slick oh. white cake. But no. I often find that those slick white cakes don't taste as good as you want them to taste. Meanwhile, our cake was delicious. I agree. Okay, so. Whenever cake comes up, I have to talk about it. <laughs> you love cake. I love cake. It's the best dessert. Yeah. It trumps cookies. It trumps brownies. Ooh. Ooh. It oh, trumps- everything trumps brownies. Brownies are overrated. Excuse- I told you that. Well, that shows how much I love you that I've turned around on brownies. Okay. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. I think yeah. brownies, brownies are Brownies are too dense, too, too many calories per square inch, and not enough goodness. <laughs> sort of like cheesecake. Cheesecake again, yeah, totally not same. Worth it. Cheesecake even even worse. Yeah, unless it's the best. Unless it's like some like five star cheesecake. It's got all sorts of subtleties. Yeah, it's a special occasion. Yeah, but no. otherwise, but regular like store bought like you know, like Entenmann's cheesecake. Does Entenmann's make cheesecake, or I, they just make crumbly things? <laughs> Good ad for Entenmann's. 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 Yeah, they're old school. They are. I'll tell you, you make fun of Entenmann's all you want. They've literally been making baked goods for like 120 years. Yeah. Yeah. Not no one's stopping them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do we want to talk about whether or not we think what happened here was wrong or if it was karma and fair is fair? Like, do you think that Tanner treated Kat really poorly on her birthday and Kat is in the right in being as upset as she is? I think it, it, I'm torn because I do think that clearly this is she's not having a good birthday. Yeah, this is a shitty thing to do. Yeah, but I think the proper reaction would have been a little bit of a classier. Yes. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's Bachelor in Paradise. Who am I to say people should act classy? Yeah. No. I, I think she had a Bachelor in Paradise reaction. She did, and I, and I give it to her. Yeah. And the powers that be were banking on that reaction and they got exactly what they wanted. I mean, this is why this happened to Kat. Mm -hmm. This is why the truth box existed, probably. You know, Kat just continues to deliver exactly what they want, which means that they will continue to do things to Kat. If you give something extra of any kind, whether Mm -hmm. it be happiness, sadness, anger, drama, whatever it is, production will see it. And they will jump on it. Yeah. And they will bring, they want to bring it out more. In that sense, I don't feel that bad for Kat. No. Because she really is the maker of her own destiny in this environment. I agree that Tanner, you know, in a perfect world, would Tanner have said no to the date and been like, no, I only have eyes for Kat. Sure. But I, I really, this is the thing is I don't think Kat would have done any differently if given the exact same circumstance. So she, let's say she's with Brayden. It's Brayden's birthday. Tanner walks in on Brayden's birthday. Is she really saying no to Tanner on that day? I just don't think she is. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I'm torn. Like, yeah, I think it's a shitty thing that happened to her. But at the same time, I think karma, like, I think I'm agreeing with AB. 
Yeah, I think Abby is right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now it's the evening. Sam is talking to Kat and telling her that she thinks the birthday thing is just bad timing. She's encouraging her to think with her logical brain over her emotional brain. Mm. Sam. Yeah. She's the best. She is. Kat's like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> Davia, logic, smogic. Davia and Tanner on their date. He's very into her eyes, so I guess she has yeah. one greenish eye, one bluish eye. Yeah, and like just, those dogs. <laughs> It's a lot of dog stuff happening here. And like, um, who's that actress from Blue Crush? Blonde. Oh, Amber Heard. Kate Bosworth. Kate oh Bosworth. my God. Yeah. I can't believe yeah, I yeah, still yeah. have that That's in there. That's what I meant. Not, not Amber Heard. There's basically no conversation shown. It's established that these two find each other attractive, which is all you really need. Yeah. Brayden and Rachel, meanwhile, back at the beach, return covered in paint. They're just so cute. They're handing out candy. I, I think the paint works on Rachel for some reason. Oh, Rachel. I Rachel, think she should just wear paint all the time. She, in Brayden's presence, she glows. You glows. Were, she turned into a different person. I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. Personality. Yeah. Everything changed. Yeah. Different person. When Brayden learns the news about Kat and the birthday and the Tanner yeah. and the Davia, he admits it's a little bit good to hear. <laughs> I loved the honesty here. This is the first non-Zen thing I've heard from Brayden. He finally cracked. And now there's a great montage of Davia and Tanner making out and basically professional level dancing what's going on with that dance i mean they he was clear- like dipping her they were turning i think they both were talking about dancing they're like are you a good dancer he's like i'm a good dancer she's like i am also a good dancer and they're like let's do some good dancing you know what's funny people who are good dancers really love meeting each other oh yeah they love to dance people yeah. who are good dancers love dancing that's the thing you're not a good dancer you're not like you're just like oh yeah i'm a good dancer but i don't like <laughs> dancing it's so interesting. Like when I think about people I know who have found each other, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, he's a great dancer. She's a great dancer. We dance together. Yeah. They go out dancing. People who are good dancers love dancing always. Yeah. And with dancing with each other. Like they want to be with someone who's also a good dancer. Yeah. What's better than that? It's like it's something out of a movie. Like really good professional level dancing in like a regular place where people suck at dancing. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> I respect it. I think it's probably really cool and satisfying to meet someone who's on your level with dancing. But I find it interesting that it always has to be done in this social setting. People who love dancing often like to be watched while they're dancing. That's part of it. It's like they like people looking at them doing something <laughs> good. So we got caught up on the professional dancing, but really the main point of this montage was cat utterly destroying a pinata oh yeah and brayden watching on like <laughs> i've loved watching brayden observe cat in oh, the amazing. wake of their breakup it was into it it's so nice to be able to be on the outside of that oh you can see every time he watches her he's like i dodged a bullet totally it's it's like a dodged a bullet ballet yes wells now is repairing the truth box sam plays ringleader now to a game of truth or dare this is why sam is so great she asks ab and he says, dare. And he has to eat a hot pepper. <laughs> I love it as I to him. He describes the hot pepper and says, where did that pepper come from? Yeah. I love how he asks the person he's talking to, like the ITM room producer, like, you would know where that pepper came from. She didn't just have that pepper. Oh, yeah, that he's like, where from- did that pepper come from? You would know. Yeah. This was another AB moment, a true AB moment. Yeah, AB's coming out. Oh, he's coming out and I am here for it. I've been wanting to see it for a long time. Yeah. Olivia asks Brayden and he says dare and he has to do a lap dance for the most exciting person there and he does it for Jess. 
I think just because she happens to be next to him is funny. Not to say that Jess isn't exciting. I actually really like Jess. Okay, a highlight here is Peter being dared to kiss someone he finds most attractive, and he kisses Kylie. And she's oh, obviously repulsed. God. She couldn't even give him like the, she, she gave him like, like almost like under the nose. She it wasn't was, even, the lips were fully retracted. She visibly recoiled. She was yeah. like, like um, that's rough. I was a little unnecessary. She could have given him a quick. Yeah, but at the same time, and this is my issue with truth or dare. Like you're just supposed to be made out with. Yeah, like I have to admit, I would probably be Kylie in that situation. If someone's like, kiss the person you find most attractive, just because someone finds me attractive, I'm supposed to be like, okay, come true. to mama. That's true. But they're not, they're not involved in the truth or dare circle. Yeah. They're, they're waiting their turn. They don't have to oblige. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't have to yeah. reciprocate. It should be a dare that's totally on you. Like it's all you. You're the, you're the victim of the dare. Yeah. <laughs> Mercedes makes out with John Henry here. Kat does a body shot off him and Olivia sucks his finger. This mm. The gist here is that John Henry is being found attractive by many people. But Andy, you were really repulsed by the finger sucking. Oh, just because of germs. Yeah, that's like your worst nightmare. Yeah, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I could suck a finger. Okay, so, I have. so you would sooner make out with someone randomly than suck their finger? Because a mouth is pretty Absolutely. gross. Why? But I think fingertips are the dirtiest thing on a human body. Yeah, but chances are a person with dirty fingertips is probably also the kind of person that licks their fingers and those germs are going in their mouth. No, no, no. The mouth destroys all germs from the fingers. The mouth is like the ultimate. Nothing gets through the mouth. If something goes in the mouth, by the time it gets to the, to the gullet, it's dead. Yeah, but the, to the gullet, if you're making out with someone, you're kissing their mouth. Yeah, but the mouth is killing things. Saliva has got a lot of killing properties. Oh, I don't know if I think this is correct. I, I mean, think if the mouth you have a, a filthy- sickness, if you are sick, yeah. then kissing someone is probably going to get you sick. Yeah. But if you're there not sick, kissing is actually not that unsanitary. It's way worse to lick someone's fingertip. Really? Yeah. As a matter of fact, oral sex also, in my opinion, and, and, I, and I've done some research on this, also more sanitary than licking someone's fingertip. The fingers, the fingers oh, that, that are the I grossest believe. thing. I believe the oral sex one for yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And now it's truth for Jess. And she's asked, is it true Blake is your number one right now? And she takes a very long time to say yes. Mm. And everything takes a dark turn here. Andy, you weren't convinced and you thought she was just being Jess in this moment. I thought she was being Jess, but in retrospect, maybe she wasn't being Jess. No, yeah, she was being honest. Meanwhile, Brayden and Rachel do a dirty dancing leap. It's cute. Yeah, that was cute. Okay, Olivia and John Henry now are in a hot tub. They play truth or dare. And she says... Is it true Mercedes is a better kisser? So she was, she, yeah. I think she was sort of riled up by the Mercedes kiss and maybe kind of a little turned on. And he says he's not sure. They haven't kissed in a while and they make out. And oh, Ooh. these two, I thought maybe it was possible it was just on the date in that no, setting, whatever, but they still have it. Oh, yeah. They have it and it's I'm chemistry. into it. It's chemistry. Unpredictable. Okay. So now Blake confides in Rachel and says that this week is pivotal and he feels like Jess isn't telling her something, sorry, isn't telling him something because she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. And now he approaches Jess. He says he wants to be optimistic, but doesn't get interest from her. And he's not fully into it because she's not fully into it. And he says that if he didn't know she was interested in Tanner and Tyler, then he would be all in on her right now. And he says, could you try to figure that out? Amazing. 
You want to clap for him? Is that what's happening? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. Can we talk about how mature an approach this is? He's not like, you find those guys interesting, blah, blah. He is fully aware of the exact two men there that she's interested in. And he's like, hey, yeah, if it weren't for that, I would be all in on you. I'm just like protecting myself. Like, do you think you could figure that out? Canadians. Uh, you know, I'll agree with that. <laughs> I mean, this is super mature. How old is he, Blake? 33. 33. You want to hear something scary? No. <laughs> Can I tell you anyway? All right. He's 33, but he was born in 1990. Oh, God. <laughs> Blake says the way he's reading it, she's not into it, meaning them enough. And she says that's not true, but she hasn't done anything for herself. She says that so far everything's been for her friends, for him. Her whole paradise experience has been for everyone else and not for herself. And he says then he'll give her space to have time for herself. I, I, I found this like it, it's if I was Blake, I would have been more hurt by this because she's saying like being with Blake is, is not for herself. Yes. It's kind of it's it's like a really I don't know if he's even backhanded. I think it might be front handed insult. Well, it, what's interesting here is she cries. So he says, I'll give you space then so you can have time for yourself. And she cries and she's like, I can't I can't do this. And she leaves. And what was interesting is all season long, you know, well, at least for the last few weeks, Jess has been the person you would go for and Blake has been the person I would go for. Yeah. And in this moment, our two people were kind of against each other. And yeah. you know who who I think came out on top? Us? No. Well, was we now can date them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Blake handled this better. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he came out small so, real meaning good. Meaning I have better taste. Yeah, you have <laughs> I give you that. I just thought he handled this so well. Like, how else is he supposed to read that? She's not asking for space, but she's also like sort of waffling. She's not giving a clear answer. He has no choice but to be like, I guess I have to give you space because to be with me is to do something for other people. Yeah. It's not for yourself. He just handled this he, so maturely. He, it was textbook. Yes. It was just like, that's how it's done in that situation. He handled this like if you are just in that situation, you're like, never mind. I want you. Yeah. That's how I would feel in that situation. It's like, I, I'm sorry. I needed to be faced with this moment oh. to see how you, how great you are. Absolutely. And now I'm 100% sure. It was, a test. Sure. It was yes. like an Eliza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Eliza. She yeah. deserves it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. Andy, you said, I feel like if you're having this conversation, it's already over. 100%. Okay. So then now it's the next day. Kat is playing with her hair a lot as she anticipates talking with Tanner. And Mercedes and Kylie, meanwhile, are picking Davia's brain. Basically, mm. Davia says, Tanner says he was interested in exploring, like he was open. Now, Davia asks to speak with Kat, because I think she's realizing just how in the middle of things she's, yeah. she is. And everyone, there was like a simultaneous popcorn getting on the beach. <laughs> yes. A highlight here is Brayden saying he's nervous about Kat, because he says, she's nuts, man. <laughs> Kat asks pretty pointed questions to get information out of Davia. And Davia says Tanner made it seem like this was something he wanted to pursue. Yeah. Like she doesn't know what else to say yeah. about this. This is a funny conversation between two women who oh. are pretending to have like a girl oh, talk. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. It was like if looks could kill. 
Yes. They, they would they would have incinerated each other. Kat basically says she thinks Tanner is so shitty for doing that on her birthday. Does Davia really want to get to know someone like that? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Can I ask you a question as a woman? So when you're in this type of conversation, is it clear to both parties that they both absolutely hate each other in the moment and you're just trying to make it seem like you don't? Or is there some kind of like, oh, I don't know if she knows what's going on here and I'm just going to act like I'm really being nice? Or is it just, uh, you, it's, it's universally just, known that you're both like, this is a girl, this is two women who hate each other and want to kill each other and we're going to make believe we're having a nice conversation. Oh man, that is such a difficult question to answer. So first of all, I don't think I've ever been in this exact kind of conversation where there's well, you're this- you're too nice. Well, there's also this undercurrent of them fighting over the same guy. Right. And- I've never been in that situation. But you've been in situations where there's something else that you both hate about. Oh each yeah, other. that's what I'm trying to relate it to. Is yeah. like if honestly, what's funny is the closest I can come to that sort of conversation is on The Bachelor. Oh, <laughs> that's truly the yeah. only place I can kind of think of it. I don't think it's a mutually acknowledged got it thing. So you both think you're fooling the other one into thinking that you're actually being nice when you're really hating on. Well, them. I don't think you're actually really hating on the other person. I. Th- Maybe I'm too Canadian, but for me, I would always try to find the humanity mm. in that conversation. Right, right, right. I really am conflict. You're not a good person to ask this question. Yeah, I, like, I don't like conflict. Like, I can't even imagine yeah. asking Davia yeah. what Kat asked here, which is like, he's so shitty for doing this and this. Do you really want to get... No. Like, you want to know why I would never ask that? It's because it's so transparent. Yeah. I would never ask that question. Like, I would think it's so obvious right, what right, I was right. getting you're, at you're, by asking that question. You're more straightforward and kind and and, and No, I mean, but I'm also conflict averse. You're conflict averse. You know yeah. who might know is some of our shanties. Yeah. You yeah, maybe, but our shanties yeah, are I don't similar. Think, I, like, I think our shanties, there are a few shanties that, that'll know. <laughs> but I don't mean to say that as like a cop out to your question, because I have had several sort of frenemy conversations yeah. in my life, of course. Like when I think of conversations I've had with women who I'm like, I'm pretty sure they don't like me, but they're pretending they like me. And I'm not really sure why they don't like me and I have a problem with being disliked and therefore I want to be liked by them. And so like the dynamic is off because I don't dislike them the way they dislike me. Instead, I feel insecure that I don't think they dislike me and really they might not dislike me, but that's how I feel. It's a dislike imbalance. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. All right. We can talk more about this after. (laughs) So this episode wraps with Kat being a dark cloud. We see Tanner coming and, you know, Kat's about to pounce. A highlight is Brayden saying, let's have fun today. Want to have fun today, Kat? Like he says it to her face. Oh, man, he is just relishing this. He is goading her on and it's It's, delightful to watch. He's he's tasting every spoonful. (laughs) And you know what I like about it? It's in her face. Like he's doing it. It's not passive aggressive. He's just like, I'm going to do this in a way that's both obvious what I'm doing, but also not mean. No. I'm just enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. No victims here. And he earned it. Earned it. I enjoy watching him enjoy it. Okay, so now we have credits. Brayden is rapping. And I said, what would this show be without him? How great was this rap? You were less impressed. It was, no, it was one. better. It was. I was only less impressed because his previous rap was so incredible. Mm-hmm. This was still solid. Something, it was a little like he was straining for some rhymes, but it was he He had the rhythm going. It was good. He's good Brayden at what he does. is incredible TV. Unbelievable. How do they find it? He's 24. He's like an AI developed Bachelor in Paradise contestant. He's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. And we said that originally with the the earrings and the man bun and the whole thing is AI. Yeah. 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 All right. (laughs) So you told everyone. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once again. Okay, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Who is your winner? In defeat, Blake Moynes. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with that. I thought he handled this so well. He handled this in the way that makes the woman he's potentially ending things with. Yeah. Uh, sadly, like, you know, begrudgingly, uh, want him back. He gave himself the best chance of getting the girl back and came out smelling like roses. Agreed on all fronts. Okay, who would we go for? Jess. Really? Still? Yeah. You know, I'm still okay with it. She doesn't like Blake. It's okay. Just because you like Blake doesn't mean I have to like Blake that much. I mean, I like Blake, <laughs> but not romantically. Okay, you know what? I will give this to you because Jess out of the women is still who I would go for. Like, I totally agree. I just... I actually kind of want her more now that she broke up with Blake, but in a way she broke up with me. Huh? Because I like Blake. I'm like, Blake is oh. like, we're AI. Oh, so we're you like want the avi- one that, It's an avatar thing. You want the one that got away. Yeah, it's like she kind of, I felt like vicariously the feeling of, of what Blake her. was feeling because that's kind of you my avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, it gave me a little extra. So meanwhile, for me in that conversation, I felt frustrated with her. Mm, I, I felt secondhand frustration that if I were Blake, again, apparently in this avatar, I'm also Blake. Yeah. <laughs> we're both Blake. <laughs> But I felt frustrated on his behalf. Yeah. You know, I take it or leave it. You know, you either want him or you don't. And in my opinion, you shouldn't have to make sure you have something with Tyler or Tanner oh before God. you end things with Blake. You know what's so interesting here is I felt the part of Blake that, wait a minute. Okay, this is really going to be hard. <laughs> I okay, believe so in you. so Blake is my avatar. You're also avataring Blake, but I'm also avataring, but you're avataring Jess too for me. For you, you're avataring Blake. I think I'm just avataring Blake. Okay, you're avataring Blake, ways. and I'm kind of avataring both. Okay. Depending on how I feel. Okay. But Blake getting broken up with gave me a little extra for Jess because I was avataring Blake a little bit. Uh-huh. And because you're a woman and you want Blake, and you're also avataring Blake, right? Yeah, you're avataring I, Blake. Somehow avataring Blake. You felt hurt. And your hurt is showing now. Yeah, I'm upset at Jess for hurting you're, Blake. You're you're expressing the feelings that a woman would feel being in Blake's body. One. And I'm expressing the feelings a man would feel. Oh my God, that was the most shandy thing Ooh. you've ever said. <sighs> it's really exhausting. I am so proud of you Thank right now you. that you got that out. You know, normally you would just give up. I almost gave up. <laughs> I got decent sleep last night. My backhanded compliment. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. That is so true. I am reacting. I'm having a woman's reaction to the rejection Blake got in that conversation. And I feel frustrated for him on his behalf that she's just like, I don't know what I want, but I don't want to lose you. Like, I like you. I like having you around, but I also am not totally in on you. That is, to me, worse than just ending it. Like, just end it. If yeah. you don't want him, just end it. Let him go so he can find someone who really appreciates him. It's not like Blake is chopped liver. You know, he's a very desirable. Oh, I'm like, Blake's a great guy. Like, yeah, women yeah, want- yeah, 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 yeah. Take it easy. We, we understand how you feel about Blake. I yeah. think it's very clear. So I feel protective of Blake in this yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I also don't like this level of waffling when it comes to romance because I think you can do a lot of damage. And I say this having been on both sides. Like I've been Jess in this situation and I've been Blake in this situation in real life. And I think that 
with your indecision, you can do more damage than if you just ended it right off the bat. Agreed. And so, and maybe, I think maybe her youth is showing here. You know, Jess is what, 24 years old. Oh, you really are spurned. <laughs> I, Jess is still my favorite. Like out of all of them, I want to be friends with Jess the most. Although yeah, okay. maybe that might not okay. happen after this well, episode. I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> okay. I think that's a wrap, Andy. That's it. We have analyzed this to death. Okay, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and... TikTok. Leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. (laughs) Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.